For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. What a blessing. Are you clapping for the Lord? I believe that God has been speaking to us already through these beautiful songs. Beautiful. I think brothers, we always thought that it was for sisters. But today, we have really been washed with the water of the word. It's our turn. And I think that God has spoken to us. So, it's really, I mean, you, you have to do your best. I think I like the part that said that, treat her like a lady. Bro- hey brother, don't let us down. Treat her like a lady. Be nice and caring too. Maturity, spirituality. Show her your respons- you are responsible. And that you are a real nice guy. Love her with God's love. Show her your feelings. Too powerful. Oh brother, don't let... Tell the nearest brother, don't let us down. Don't let us down. Sisters, don't be afraid of the brothers. I'm commanding you. Tell the brothers, don't let the brothers down. If you are by your husband, don't be afraid of him. Tell him... Bishop says you shouldn't let the brothers down. Hey. I like the second verse says that, Oh brother, how do you treat your girl? Rise up and be a gentleman. No more village ways. (laughs) Some of you brothers, you are like villagers in the house. Walk with her. Talk with her. Spend some money. Sisters, tell their brothers, spend some money. Hey. A lady was complaining bitterly to me. She said, when my, my husband gives chop money, does it? Nothing more, nothing less. It doesn't make me happy at all. Hey, just chop money, just put it down. Go and buy. Ah, what? Spend some money. Take her out. Introduce her everywhere. Tell her nice things. That she's very nice. And you are so glad to be with her. Hey, not hey, her. Over here. There's no woman called over here. Hey. Somebody is listening to me on Sweet Melodies or Dofopai FM. God is speaking to you through this song. Brothers, today dear God has spoken to you. If I finish early, I'll let her come again and give you that same. God, brothers, I don't think you heard well. I think you were too shocked with the song. You couldn't hear what you were saying. Hey. 
all brothers we are commanding you this week is revival brothers revival a one brother revival week yes be an a one brother a one brother is the one who opens the door for the wife to sit down yes text her send her text is that not so there's send her text yes call her Call her. Yes, call her. Send her text. Send her text. Tell her tell that, her that she is on your mind. She's on your mind. Hey. Every day only your building project is on your mind. That my, I have so many things on my mind. When will she be on your mind? Be an A1 brother. Don't disappoint the brothers. Clap your hands unto the Lord for his amazing gift. And this song was composed by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. All the words, all the words. The one about the virtuous woman too was composed by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. All the words. So, at first we used to like the virtuous woman because that one it speaks for the brothers. Pa, virtue, I want to be a virtuous woman. What kind of woman are you going? God is going to judge you. So a lot of brothers were, were saying it in your head. God will judge you. God will judge you. Yes. They don't want to look at their wives, but they'll be saying that God will judge you for the way you treat your man. Yes. God will judge you. Yes. God will judge you. God is going to judge you. God is going to judge you for the way you've been. How you've treated me. Ah. God bless the one who made the song. And today God is telling you, be an A1 brother. Yes. Treat her right. Hey. The word of God is a, a, a two-edged sword. Yes. New sir, your wife is giving an offering. Yeah. Be an A1 brother. Yes. Beautiful. Ah. Too much grebu, grebu, grebu. I mean, patapa. And yet, ding, and kikamu. Ah! Eh, huna, Hey, my friend, my friend, hey. <laughs> Use that one on the devil and the demons. But to your wife, be an A1 brother. Send her text. Say nice things to her. Be nice. And brother, be nice. Oh. Some way, pa. How many like the song? If you are a brother, you don't lift up your hand. You are a traitor. Yes. Clap your hands again for Jesus. What an amazing experience in the Word of God through the songs. Fantastic. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for the wonderful privilege of being in your house hearing words of life through songs through preaching today again as we come to your word the preaching of your word the reading of the scriptures we pray that you'll open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law in jesus name amen god bless you you may be seated i'm still on my little series on going deeper and doing more and I, I, I came to the point where we must go deeper 
and 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 defend mighty foundations and and strengthen mighty foundations if we are going to go higher and deeper and do greater and greater things in our lives and in the house of God is the church too dark for you it's okay okay beautiful it's good it's a blessing now today I actually last week we looked at um, the mighty foundations of tithing and offerings as a source a major source or the main source of financing the gospel through your tithing and we spent some time on Tuesday I concluded on that uh, subject so please get on YouTube and um, listen to the end of that message because we began last week here but I ended it on Tuesday because Tuesday is also our service so if you didn't make it and even if you made it it's always good to go and listen to the word of God again the Bible says that um, when you hear the word you can, and, and you, can easily, you can easily forget it and the devil will take it out of your mind as though you never heard it so sometimes it's good to replant the word so that it goes a little deeper into your life. And in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your substance. Honor the Lord with your substance. And with the first fruits of all your increase. So you have to learn to honor God when you have money as a believer it must not only be for your things are you listening to me it must be in your spiritual dna that god's work is also financed by people like me and that i shouldn't just assume that it will be financed some people assume that by all means it will work you know, some way, somehow, it will be financed. They are sure that the church is getting money from somewhere. From where? And where is the sum? That is the where of the somewhere. Do you, do you understand? Do you, do you understand? Where, 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 is, where is it? Where is it coming from? Where is that, that source from? And I'm telling you from, yes, from last week and today that it comes from you. It, it's you. And on Tuesday, one of the points I gave out there was the fact that when you pay your tithe, you show that you respect and you really respect full-time ministry. Yes, because as I'm here, me, I used to work at Volta River Authority, um, VRA, and they used to pay me. And then I used to come to church. But it was difficult because I, I lived in Akuse. And so if you needed counseling during the week, you would never find me. And I think those days too, mobile phones were not, there were no mobile phones. Eh? There were no mobile phones. 89. 89. I don't think there were mobile phones in 1989. 88, 89, 90. No, 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 no. It was landline. Hey! It's fantastic. There were com centers in those days. And then PNT. 
Yes. But not not mobile. So you couldn't call. I mean, you have to call me on landline, but not many people had landlines that were working. Many times the wires were not connected well. I used to repair my own telephone when because sometimes when they come, I watch them. That, ah, they just climb the pole and they connect some wires. No, then they go. I said, ah. Then when they are not, you call them, they won't come. You call them. So I, I learned how to climb the pole and connect the wires. So by the time they come, the thing is working already. <laughs> yes. So, brothers and sisters, a time came when I needed to be more efficient as a pastor. And the only way to do that, God bless you, Caroline, and uh, uh, friends, and Kobe, 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 Kobe Obobisa, Bishop Obobisa's brother, and Caroline from New York, Veronica Sandra from uh, New York. Yes. Beautiful. Veronica. <laughs> When she mentions it, it's a Veronica Sandra. Veronica, Veronica. Yeah. Don't be a... No more village ways. So, we are learning the... Veronica. That's village ways. Yes, Veronica. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, full-time ministry. When I left VRA, I had no other source of financing. And then I didn't go into business. Bishop Saki used to sell pens. Yes. And Bishop had a taper track. But the Bible says that to make your profiting, it's like for the ministry to work and profit and do well, you need to give it more attention. Give yourself wholly. That's why most lay pastors can't go far in the ministry in terms of fruitfulness because it demands time and a lot of effort. So if you work somewhere else that your boss is demanding your time and your overtime, it's not easy to give time for the ministry properly and be more efficient. And that is why when you come to church, God expects you as a believer that when you work, and you get your salary. Don't only think of your school fees for your the school fees of your children or your own MBA financing. You have to think of the church of God. It must be one of the first. First. So in the Bible, it's, it's another word for tithe is firstlings. Firstlings. Not first things, but firstlings. It means the first of your produce. So God expected that when they went to the farm, instead of Harvesting, eating, this, and then maybe after two months or three months, when there's leftover, you bring it. He says, no, 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 no. As soon as you harvest, put a tenth, a tithe, gather the produce and divide it into ten and bring one of it to the house for the Levites. Because he had a tribe, a particular tribe in Israel called the, the tribe of Levi. And they were dedicated for the work of God because it came to a point as they were moving that they needed a group to be in charge of the tabernacle, of sacrifices, of making sure that if you are, you are, you sin a particular sin, the particular sacrifice you must bring, they have to 
collect it and they have, they have to have people who are dedicated because when you do it part time part time at a point it doesn't work but well, you'll be looking for the person he's not there he's gone to the farm so that's what happened in the days of Nehemiah he was building the temple and then he was um, he was building the walls of Jerusalem to restore the, the worship and people of God in Jerusalem and the Bible says when he had set everything in its place, he realized that when it came to the work of God, the, the things of the sacrifices of the tabernacle and all, there was nobody. Then he said, but where are the Levites? The people who are dedicated for this way, where are they? Then he realized that they had become farmers. He said, oh, it's not good at all. So in Nehemiah um, 13 verse 10, um, Nehemiah 13 verse 10, he says, 13, 13, Nehemiah. Hey, is there somebody who is gone to Numbers? He was in Nehemiah, he jumped to Numbers immediately. And said, he has not drunk tea. <laughs> he says, I perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled everyone to his field. Yes. Because if you don't, if let's say you don't bring tithes, what an offering, what you are saying is that I should find a job. And that's what some journalists criticize that, you know, they don't do any work. They just want some people to come. But they don't understand. And they are not spiritual. And sometimes you Christians who are not spiritual, you like such arguments. And you have some people even who are Christians saying that tithing is the Old Testament. When pastors want to uh, con the people and collect their money, they talk about this Old Testament practice. Because you don't understand the principles of the Bible. That's why you're also arguing like that. But in the, in the New Testament, the Bible says that we have been bought with a price. And that we are not our own. And if you are not your own, what you have is for God. That's what it means. So 100% is what you should actually bring. But within your 100% is still the principle of the tithe, which is dedicated section of my income for God. That principle can never be negated because you are now a born again New Testament believer. That you should dedicate something for God's work and God's house is, is constant. It has never changed. And it will never change. You know, give me volume in the, I'm preaching you know, a very powerful, important message. Uluwa my voice. So don't, don't, when, when you yourself are backsliding and you yourself are so concerned about, eh, but, 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 me, I've gone to work and they say I should just bring my money. I'm not a fool. You see, when you talk like that, you are speaking like an unbeliever, an infidel, somebody who doesn't really believe God nor read your Bible. And if you have money and you don't dedicate some to God's work, it means God is not important in your life. That's why I say, honor the Lord with your substance. Your substance is what you own. So you can even have a car and you give that car to the Lord. It's your substance. You can have a house and give it to the Lord. Because you want to assist the work of God. Our brothers, the Muslims, they understand it very, very well. And they do it very, very well. And we are having problems with it. And that is why the Christianity has become marginalized in many countries, in Europe and in the West. 
Because this type of arguments, backsliders started fighting these things that, oh, what is it that we should go and work and bring our money? We are not fools. But that is how God has chosen. The Bible says God has chosen that those who work, do labor in the Lord must eat and must, must, must eat from the Lord's work. So he gave a scripture that you should not muzzle the mouth of the ox that threads the corn. Now if you work and you don't bring some to the church, it means you don't respect God and you don't respect full-time ministry. Now there's no other way. And I'm not going to go and start having buying cars for Uber and having a, a fleet of Uber cars that are bringing me <laughs> sales every day. Do you see? They are bringing sales. Then it's like, oh, I can't. I, and there are some pastors who say that I don't depend on your offerings. You see? And they proudly say that because sometimes when they when you, they depend on your offering, you are proud. You are proud, and you are some way towards them. And you are the ones who are so critical. They call you give offering. Then you are talking about what he's preaching, how what he's wearing, what he's driving, where he lives, what he eats, and so on. It's like ah, that, but that if you bring your offering and I, I use it, you see me at the restaurant. What is wrong with it? What is wrong with it? Oh, ah, this is the money that I've received as my offering. What, 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 uh, you to when you get your pay and your boss sees you in a restaurant, is he angry that you are at a restaurant? Is he not happy that you are there? That is like he shows that you are prosperous in the job that he's where he has employed you for. Ah. Person call restaurant, but me, I shouldn't go to restaurant. You, you, you like to go to a nice place and eat nice food. I should just be eating uh, fried plantain and uh, 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 by the roadside roasted plantain and things. These are the things you expect me to eat. I will not eat roasted plantain. I will also go to uh, what do you call that restaurant? Um, uh, Regal or one of these places, Imperial Peking or eh? Eh? Brasa. I don't even know Brasa. But own in Brasa. If I go to Brasa, what is wrong with it? Ah. Time has come where you should not be angry at offerings or money that comes to the church and money that a pastor gets. Yes. And so, it's a very important thing. But many of you, sometimes out of your own poverty, you don't want to give. Second Corinthians chapter <laughs> chapter eight. Yes, I I don't know why I'm, I'm I've even started from there, but I was not going to start from there, but I'm starting from there. It's important. Are you there still, or you've gone home? Yes. Yeah. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace you know, of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. So let me change the version for you, just for the sake of and a little understanding so that you don't get confused new living translation or niv niv or nlt or what is niv you have niv okay he says and now brothers and sisters we want you to know about the grace that god has given the macedonian churches 
In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. And also in Asia. That one you don't understand. In the midst of a very severe trial, you understand that one. They were in severe trials like tribulations. But they were still joyful. Their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. Okay. NLT. 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 Where is NLT? NLT. Have you got NLT? It says, now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in his kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. They are being tested by many troubles. You understand that one? And they are very poor. You understand that one? But they are also filled with abundant joy. You understand that one? Which has overflowed in rich generosity. Yes. So that's what the King James means when he says that. How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. That's it. That's what the King James means. It's simple. If you read Bible, you only have King James. You understand a lot of things that are read. So I'm back to my King James. Verse 3. He says, For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power, they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty, that we would receive the gifts and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. Because they are giving things for the believers in the other pla- in, in, in other places. Verse 5 says, And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. In so much that the desire title that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. So, brothers, the church in Macedonia were liberal in spite of their deep poverty and their, um, their trial, great trial of affliction. So that you are going through some difficulties is no excuse to run away from honoring God with your tithe or blessing the work of God with your offerings in spite of your the depreciation of the city in spite of the dollar that is changing in value or growing in value against the city in spite of the invasion of Ukraine uh, uh, by, by Russia and the earthquake in Turkey and the death of the queen, which have all changed. <laughs> I don't know how that changed, but at least some people say that it affected the economy. Yes. And then also, in spite of the pressure on our bonds, which has created some uncertainties in our economic landscape. Yes. It should not change your attitude towards giving for the work of God and the things of God. And there are some of you listening to me on radio and you don't like it when pastors preach about money. It's like you are bored, you are hungry and you want a pay increase in, at your work. You want a pay increase at your work. But the church shouldn't talk about money which it uses to run. As we are here, generators are running, uh, lights are on, 
Even now air conditions are chilling people in, in, in churches and we are enjoying air conditioning and so on. But, but you don't want to give an offering. And you don't want to pay your tithe. You think that we just pour, we just connect water hose from the tap and put it in the generator and put water inside and then the water starts to flow. And even that water cry, you have to pay. Even if it comes from a stream that nobody owns and they fetch the water from there, the transportation of the water, you have to pay for it. And you pay the labor for, for that thing. I don't know these people. Sometimes people are so proud and they don't regard God. So when they make this argument, don't follow it. You who fear God. If you fear God, don't follow arguments of naysayers and uninformed and spiritual people. People who don't follow God have backslidden. Their hearts are far from God. They are callous. And the fact that he speaks good English and speaks slangs, a local Ghana boy who has maybe gone abroad for some one year or two years abroad and now speaks in a certain way with uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, all these pastors, you know, when you see them and they are preaching, they don't do any work and yet they want to get money from the members and I mean, just they are using, uh, collecting money from poor people to enhance their extravagant lifestyle. You better shut up, you who are talking. You are not spiritual. You don't know the Bible. You don't know God. And you are not close to God. That's why you, you, you have this type of foolish arguments. And if you are a believer, don't follow such uninformed, unspiritual, backsliding argument. You yourself, if you are backsliding, you will see that your heart is leaning towards more of, oh, even church, you don't come. You don't come regularly. So giving is even a major problem because you don't even understand why should I give. And yet, if you ever want to have a wedding, you see that you need a pastor. If you, somebody dies, you see that you need a pastor. If you are not well, you see that you need a pastor. When you are depressed, you can take antidepressants, but there comes a point where you need spiritual power that comes from God through his servants. Yes, you need it. And if you don't think you need it, be there. Catherine Kuhlman said, if you are part of humanity, there will come a time where you need a miracle. Yes. And miracles exist. Miracles exist. Things that blow the minds of medical doctors, it exists. If you want to depend only on medicine and depend on only things you can see, be there. There will come a time in your life you will see that the ones who have all the know-how, technical know-how, and medical know-how, they cannot under, they cannot answer it. So let it be in your DNA, like it must enter your spirit that when I as a Christian, I am also set up to support the work of God and to support pastors with my substance, with my money and it comes through my tithing and free will offerings I must dedicate a section of my income for God's work instead of just angrily saying that how can I monkey they go work with baboon they come chop, who is the baboon and who is the monkey, if you are a monkey I am not a baboon I am not a baboon if you are a monkey 
If you consider yourself a, a monkey who is working, don't say that I'm a baboon who is coming to chop what the monkey has done. If you are a monkey, I'm not a baboon. I'm a servant of the living God. The most high God who shall come to judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. So brothers and sisters, believe God and trust God to be a faithful Christian who doesn't shift. He says, out of the, how, how that in a great trial of affliction, eh, he says the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Fantastic. I like that particular sentence because if you are not so spiritual, you don't understand it. But I understand it, so I like it. The words are they are dancing like that. Abundance, deep poverty unto the abundance of their abounded unto the abundance of their liberality. The, 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 the words are dancing, I like it. Because I understand it. So verse five of this scripture, this verse, verse five, verse five, verse five. Who is up there? Verse 5 of this, where we are reading, now only Nam. Hey, Jesus. We need more helpers so people who can, who understand computer, they type fast and they understand English so that confusion will not be coming. When we quote verse 5, you'll be going to Numbers 5. Even the Numbers 5, I don't know where you get Numbers. And this they did. You see, this giving and this thing through the poverty and trial. When you have small trial, don't say you won't come to church. Try or not, you won't give again. Hey. But in their deep poverty, deep, you are not even deeply poor. Now look at the hair on your head. Bone straight, double drawn. <laughs> Bone straight, double drawn. Or single drawn. Depends on your money level somebody was asking what's the double drone yeah you see me in chambers i'll explain it look at the phone you are using say you are you are deep poverty he says and this they did not as we hoped but first gave their own selves to the Lord, because it's very important to give yourself to the Lord. And then he says, and unto us by the will of God. So, church work is to God and to us. 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 Give yourself to God and to us by the will of God. Give yourself to God and to us. We are your pastors. Give yourself to God and to us by the will of God. You can't give yourself to us not in the will of God. You can't give yourself to us outside the will of God. But give yourself to God first and then to us. And that is why offerings come to us. Your here is God. You can't see him. Say, I'm going to give my offering to God. Where will you put it? That's why some people, not knowing how to relate with God, have made a shrine like a tree, made a tree stamp somewhere, and say, this is our God. Then they go there to make offerings. Like, if you need, so you go, sometimes you see some coins uh, uh, scattered there. It's like you can't pick because that one they have given it to the God. You cannot take it. You can't spend it. <laughs> Are you listening to me? So you give yourself to God. You give yourself to us. To God and to us. To God and to us. That's where we come in. It's not that we are trying to take something from you and use it for us. But you, you can't. You, you wave your offering. 
There even something in the Bible called wave offering. When you wave it, after afterwards it will still be in your hand. There must be a place where you go and put it, and that is why Nehemiah uh, chapter thirteen and verse eleven. Verse eleven. Nehemiah, please. It's Nehemiah chapter thirteen, verse eleven. He says, "Then contended I with the rulers." And said, Why is the house of God forsaken? Why? And he considered the tithe not coming as a forsaking of the house of God. When you look at Christians, you claim you are a Christian, you never pay tithe. You are looking at my face. You are just lucky I don't know your name that you have particularly don't pay. I would have mentioned it. at your faces like good Christians and yet you'll be church the whole of January you haven't paid tithe, February you haven't paid tithe this week I'm going to check all the tithe of my pastors then after that I go to my shepherds after that I go to my singers after that I go to my ashes after that I go to Aquaba ladies after that I go to the communion stars then members members You are now looking on the ground. Lift your, your head. You are now looking on the ground. Lift your head. And some of you were to wait, depend on you. It's like, I will never eat. Because you never bring tithe. When it's offering to you, you keep it in your pocket. Are you there? You are not the type of Christian who is a fool. Who gives money in the church. By a bomb pioneer, Bob blessings. They are not upejaun. I receive it. I receive it. What a word. What a word. Hypocrite. That's what you are. And sometimes when you don't pay tithe, you see that you want to hide in the shadows where nobody can see you. You think I'm the one you are deceiving. God can see you where you are. When you don't pay, he knows that you don't pay tithe. As you are spending money on yourself, you will not spend money on his house. That's why Nehemiah said, I contended with it. So I'm going to contend with my pastors. If you're a pastor, you don't pay tithe, I'll cut you off. I'll cut you off. I'll remove you from the pastoral work. Because you are not worth being in the church as a leader of God's people if you don't pay tithe. January, you haven't paid. February, you haven't paid. Uh, March, you haven't paid. April, too, is coming to end. You will not pay. Then why are you a pastor? Or a leader for that matter? you will see the people who don't pay tithe in churches oh yeah you know I don't know this type of churches I mean this church I don't know why you don't know why when was the last time you paid a tithe you want me to move on to another topic Jai <laughs> I'm here no yeah. go there and stay there And I'm helping you because God really looks at people who I love you, I love you. Oh, medo, medo, whatever. And then you see that they don't give. They don't give. Cornelius was a giver. God said, I recognize his prayers and I recognize his arms. These are not things that God overlooks. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love which you have done to his name. Yes. I contended with the rulers and, 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 and said Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together And set them in their place Yes, he gathered the Levites And said, verse 12, verse 12 
that guy at the place, I don't know what has happened to him. Then brought all Judah, all Judah, the tithe of the corn and the new wine and the oil unto the treasuries. They brought everything to the treasuries. And I made treasures over the treasuries. Shelemiah the priest, Zedok the scribe, and of the Levites, Pediah. And next to them was Hanan, the son of Zakur, the son of Mataniah. For they were counted faithful, for their office was to distribute unto their brethren. We must have faithful people who are able to, we put them in charge. Yes. Then listen to what his prayer to God said. God, remember me, O God, concerning this, and wipe not out my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for the offices thereof. Wow! What he has done for the say, Lord, remember, remember it. It was his bargaining chip when he stood before God. This thing I've done, Lord, don't forget it. Look at how I have set your people in place. I've brought the, tre- the money to the treasuries and the, 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 the Levites are in position to do your work. Remember me, don't forget me. And God will remember you. God will not forget you. Once you don't forget his house, he will not forget you. He will remember you. And he will remember you with favor and remember you with blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap for Jesus. Now, closely related to honoring God with your substance is honoring His servants and honoring His anointed. Oh, you don't get the message. <laughs> hey, this will make both these are out there In Mark chapter 6. Let's start from verse 1. That's my guy. Yeah. Let's all read together. Everybody reading. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no, let's start again. Let's start. No, no, feeling you. Everybody read. Please, if you can read, read. If you can't read, we can excuse you. But if you can read, shout it out. And he went out from thence. Yes. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and of Judah, and of Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And the Bible says, And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. 
And he went round about the villages teaching. A prophet is not without honor. So honor God is at the base of our walk with the Lord. And honoring his servants, honoring his prophets is also at the base, at the foundation of our relationship with the Lord. Because here is God. Unless you relate with God, there are many things you cannot attract. And here is God. He has also positioned people in front of you. Like between you and men, there is a man. Between God and men, there is a man. Yes. There is Christ Jesus. There is also a priest. Yes. So to honor God is not as simple as me. I'm going to honor God, and that is not a man I came to follow. It's God that I came to serve. Unfortunate. God will always use a man. In Hebrews chapter five, verse one, he says, "For every high priest." taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins who can have compassion on him that is ignorant and on them that are out of the way for that he himself also is compassed with infirmity yes and by reason hereof he ought ask for the people so also for himself to offer for sins and no man taketh this honor unto himself but he that is called of God as was Aaron so there it is an honor and it's honorable to be a servant so when somebody is honored by God and is given such a position look at verse 1 again verse 1 verse 1 verse 1 verse 1 verse 1 he says for every high priest or prophet or pastor or an apostle is taken from among men and is ordained for men in things pertaining to God so there are things pertaining to God and God has also chosen men from among men and is using them to minister in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifice for sins so you may want to offer sacrifice for your own sins but God put a man yes that's how he has I don't know why he chose it that way why can't you why, why don't you relate with God directly he, he, he wants you to relate directly but he puts a man to minister in things pertaining to God he knows that we are frail and most of us are not spiritual so he chooses people who can be dedicated for this work to help those who are coming are you there still or you've gone home I'm taking my time because honestly if this is not at the foundation you'll see that you'll be struggling with with God and, and how to even progress with God. You get to, you'll be so frustrated, you don't even see why you should follow God again. But you don't have to be frustrated. Yeah. Because God has put in place that there should be men who minister in, uh, uh, about his things pertaining to God. How to know God. How to serve God. How to reach God. How to be blessed by God. How to obey God. How to do His will. How to pray. How to, The things pertaining to God, He has ordained men for it. That's why I preach. So I know the Bible a little more than you. Not that I know all the Bible, but I know it a little more than you. That's why I guide you in the Bible. Say Amen. Are you coming along with me so far? So, 
Jesus comes to his hometown and the Bible says that the people from his country the people from his tribe and the people from his home these three categories of people they couldn't receive from him why 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 because he says they started questioning his background is this not the carpenter the son of mary are not his brothers here with us and what that knowledge did for them was that it lowered him to an ordinary person and this man of galilee who walked on water this man of galilee who raised the dead this man of galilee who could cleanse lepers and open blind eyes and make the dumb to speak yet in his own hometown where people were familiar and people didn't honor the grace that was on his life he could there there do no mighty work except he laid hands on a few sick folk and healed them a few Jesus healing a few. He went to some villages. The Bible says that they lie. If you read further, they line the sick people in the street that even his shadow will go over them or that they will touch him. And as many as touched him were healed of their infirmity. This is Jesus. Yet he's walking in his hometown. And they are asking, Oh, but this is a carpenter. This why I used to make chairs. I even bought a chair from him. The chair crowd got broken after a few days. I went back before he sorted it out. Oh, he doesn't do the thing well, very well. Oh, this Jesus, this is now the carpenter. I, I, I know his brother, I know his sisters, and so on. You see, and those things don't make you honor. When you don't honor the gift of God, it doesn't work for you. Yes. And at the base of your Christianity, there should be that element there where it's like I honor men of God oh yes they are older mothers and older they honor men of God the priest has come the pastor has come they honor them oh yes many of them are grandmothers they are in their 80s, 90s oh yes when God was giving 10 commandments for the whole world like summarizing all the important commandments that man must keep he wrote it with his own hand one of them was honor your father and your mother honor so that what will happen it will be well with you it will be well with you and then your days will be long upon the earth so honoring your father is one relationship you honor honoring your pastor is another relationship you honor honoring your father your spiritual father your biological father your 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 ministry father these are important things you don't just push them away somebody said that all this father who think is useless it's nonsense there's nothing like that in the bible where you are somebody is your father hey are you sure when people are rebellious they fight fathers when you even have a brother who is rebellious he fights your father oh man when people are rebellious they call their fathers old man old man is old man eh? look at because your hair has finished then your children will be calling you old man old man meanwhile you think you are young <laughs> And even if you are a woman, you are their father. In the Bible, 
even fathers like Jacob, uh, uh, Jacob, yes, Isaac. Isaac was even couldn't see well, but he was the father with the patriarchal blessing that can affect his children for generations and generations to come. Oh yes, a patriarch like a father of a nation, a movement, a founder of an entire nation. Yes. Yes. He spoke. His sons were fighting over those words that will come from their father's mouth. Ah. Her mother, the, the mother of uh, Jacob said, Your father is about to bless your brother. When he speaks over your brother, it's finished. You need to go and be in the place. Your daddy he cannot see well. He may not have seen well, he was deceived, and yet the blessing that he spoke is still working. Don't joke with fatherhood and fatherliness. It's not a small thing. Spiritually, it's not a small thing. Those of you who are always fighting your biological father. eh? When Paul was writing to the church in Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1. Brother, he says, children obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. What is the promise? Is that it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live long on the earth. These two things. It will be well with you. You will live long on the earth. Those of you who are always fighting your fathers, insulting them. All they did is to bring me out into the world. All they did is to just bring me into the world. I didn't do any. He didn't pay my fees. He didn't do this for me. Today he's coming to do what? He should not step under my roof. Really? I changed my name. One brother, he, he, he didn't like his surname. The surname was very heavy. Like It's difficult for people to pronounce. So he changed his name. This, you know, there are some names that is difficult to pronounce. Because of the way it is, like big picture. You see, if you are not, you are, your tongue has not been schooled in a certain way. You can't say pee, 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 pee. It's not pee, pee, but pee, pee. It's not easy to say it. Or You see, you say So he changed his name. He said one day he was there when the, the Lord ministered to him and he felt that he had dishonored his father for changing the name because it was the name he chose to is not it's not in that line it's another like maybe your name is maybe i want to use a name that doesn't exist so that people will not take me on is there a name that i can use hmm? yes so he changed it to maybe something like Smith. Because if you are Joseph uh, you see, it's very complex. If, if let's say you, you go from an uh, interview and the man who is American is calling the name, you may not know that you are the one. You'll be sitting there for a long time. <laughs> because he cannot pronounce that name. <laughs> Bobo, 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 Tepi, Bobo Tepi, Bobo Tepi. You'll be sitting down. Bobo Tepi, Bobo Tepi. So at the end of the day, we are the only ones who say, Ah, how come you didn't come when they mention your name? Say, Oh, I didn't hear my name. 
so he didn't want such a confusion so he just gave himself smith joseph smith or david smith and that was it he said god said you have dishonored your father you should have honored him but you have dishonored him by changing your name he went to tell his father his father said he said the father didn't say anything i've given you a name you don't like it you have taken your own name you're asking me whether it's okay so his father was quiet and i told him that yes it's not a, a good thing i'm, I'm giving my son a name so you don't like adi you like smith because of you my name has finished when people give birth to daughters they are worried because they know that their names are going to be taken over by the one who marries them but it's an important thing for every family name that it shouldn't disappear he reversed immediately and he went he changed it back yes he changed it back he changed it back and now when his father was dying his father said to him that you, you, you are free to do anything you want you can change whatever name if you, if, you, if you so wish but he said no I'll keep it for a long he kept it uh, then the father died now I don't know whether he has reversed to death yes honor your father honor my father I didn't know my father till I was about 14 years old I don't know why but you see, when I look back, I thank God. <laughs> I really honor, I would really give him an offering for not coming into my life for all those years. I think well of him. He died a few years after I met him. But I think very well of him. My heart is warm towards him. I determined to honor him he told me when he was I didn't know he was going to die but he met myself and my brother that we are his sons and that he's talking to us as for the girls they are, they are the girls but we are the men in the house we are young but he said you are the men and that we should be one me and my brother should be one and that one day if he's not around he wouldn't like to hear that we are we are broken up and we are separated I'll honor I'll keep it till I die and my brother too is keeping it yes sometimes he says that I want to call you once a week yes to ask of you check of you let's talk let's fellowship I said it's a good idea when he calls it's a long time since I heard from you I needed to just call to ensure he'll be calling I know you are busy but you know I just wanted to check with you I don't want one week to pass without calling you oh yes you you have fought with all your siblings. Say, I'm changing my name. I don't want anything to do with this name again. Dishonoring. Why do you think you will get to this place where the Bible says that your, it will be well with you and your days will be long upon this earth? That promise is also on spiritual fathers. If you have a spiritual father in your life, do you understand? I'm preaching a very important message because somebody's life must be saved today. You see, God gives you spiritual fathers just like he gives you biological fathers and you have to learn how to 
connect well and relate well with them as your basic Christian practice basic Christian principle yes I honor my, my, my pastor I honor my founder I honor my bishop I honor the one who is a father who has, who has given birth to this ministry I honor the pastor who is on top of me who is teaching me every day and guiding me every day I honor them they are special in my life honor your father your days will be long when Jesus this great anointing went to his hometown and there was says a prophet is not without honor that means a prophet has honor not without means that is it ne- negative negative is equal to what positive so not without so without honor means he doesn't have but not without means that that without has been taken away and then he has honor the only place where he doesn't have honor is his own country his own king which is like the tribe he belongs to and his own home family house where he comes from but Jesus said unto them a prophet is not without honor sometimes a father is without honor in the home where he comes from and I tell the sisters and the wife that a, a, a husband is like a father not even like he is the father of the house and must be accorded a certain high honor in the eyes of the children so that if there's, there are 20 chairs in the sitting room there should be one that is special dedicated either with a different color or a different type so that nobody sits there or if it's the same it must be recognized that this particular place is daddy's chair nobody sits there not even mommy not even mommy if there are 20 plates there should be a plate that is not chipped off that is not cracked that is dedicated to daddy you see why because honor eh, is something that you have to teach it and practice it so that the blessings of long life and well-being can come upon your sons and daughters don't shout at your husband by heart in the house don't in so walk away when he's talking and you are even your children are looking on and you are showing that you are strong you are showing that oh, they were near thing you are not a fool oh yes and you, you are teaching your children by your example there's no blessing in it there's no blessing in it there's a promise for honoring fathers we must you see it's foundational to our faith it's foundational to our belief system that a holy man of God is coming around we don't take him for granted like that he's not one he's not just one of us he's a holy man of God he's separate from us he's different from us he's special special to God and therefore also special to me 
Kobe, do you understand? I must be special in your life because even though I don't know whether I give you money, I don't give you money. I mean, yes, I married you and your lovely wife. Is that not so? You are enjoying marriage. But I am I must be important in your marriage, even though I finished my work as the officiator of your marriage. It doesn't mean that my input and my presence is not needed in the house. What was your name again? Ofuriwa. Yes, Doctor Ofuriwa. Yes. You shouldn't come to a place where you tell him that ah, every day pastor said, bishop said, bishop said, other bishop is in his own house. We are also here. Let's talk about ourselves and forget about everything because bishop is not here. He also has his own problems. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Eh, you, you want to report me to bishop? Eh? I, I, I don't like that thing. I mean, what do you mean? I'm the head of this house. If there's something, I'm the one who, whatever. The Bible said, then you even say, Bible says that you should not wash your dirty linen in public. I am not public. When I was blessing you and saying you are now husband and wife and preaching powerfully at your wedding, you didn't say that I am a whatever. I'm public. Yes. Now they are public. <laughs> and there are people who don't want the input of their pastor in their lives. Yes. Even we in this church, our father is Bishop Dagwood Mills. Look at the song that we are today when we are saying everybody is so wild. And he's the composer. He's the one who is also teaching us. Most messages that I preach are messages he has taught me or written down. I use as my guide. Very powerful. Yes. That's why Kobe and Oforiwa, if I say, come and work for God, it shouldn't be something that we struggle over or it takes a long time or all that. It's like you are thinking about it. But since I told you that we are going to work for God, it has been more than two months. About almost two months. About six weeks. I should calculate the time. I, I should give you the actual date. Yeah. Two months. I, no, no, not quite two months. So I should find the date. I should find the message and the date on which I preached it and mentioned it so that we know the exact time. Yes. Honor your father. Your father may have given birth to you. You may not see his link with anything you are doing today because he is old, he's in some village. If you don't call him, he can't even call. But he doesn't have data, he doesn't have uh, network, and he doesn't have units. So if you don't call him, you never get to speak to him because he's never able to call. Or he can't even hear. Unless you go there, he will never hear you talk. So it's as if he doesn't have any input in your life. But I tell you, honor must be in place. Honor. And we, we are even blessed. Our father who founded this ministry, his songs are still instructing us and blessing us. Prince, today you learned how you must be a man in the house. Well, oh, grebu, grebu. We are rough, eh? old rugged cross. I mean, de la so. I mean, if you are, you are moving, if you get and even you get some granules and this thing for the afternoon, you are okay for the day. We are survivor. 
bread and milo, you are gone. So, uh, but now you have gone to marry. Where, where is uh, where is Emily away? Body settings into you say, oh craft, oh recrafting the body into into me into me body settings into no Jesus in the house. <laughs> body settings, so she's in the house. Yes. It may be that maybe your father is somewhere, he is not around or whatever, it's not. So you may think that his input is not necessary. Or that I am the one who has married you. And that the founder or the father of this ministry, he doesn't have any input in your life. One guy told me in some church that his founder doesn't have any input in it. It's like the one who preaches to him, I have a problem with this honoring my founder because I don't see why I should honor my founder. Because he, he, the one who preaches with the pastor I see. So me, I don't see why I should honor somebody I cannot see. That's how we treat God. Sometimes like the boss who gives you your salary is more important than the God who gives you life. Because you can't see God and you can't see how is God giving you life and God giving you strength and God giving you uh, uh, wisdom and God is the one who has kept you that as a young person you don't have uh, Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> Memory loss. Dementia. Small boy. Okay. Hey. Sometimes very old people when they suffer from these things, when they eat, uh, in they finish eating. You know, when they walk from here to here, they, they don't remember that they have eaten. Yeah, it's very wild though. Nobody gives me food in the house since I've been here. They don't give me food. I've not eaten. They just came from the kitchen. They've eaten. They've drunk juice. They've drunk water. They are very. They even said that I'm full. They go another place and meet maybe their son or something like that. They said the whole day, eh? Your wife has not given me food. Then you to you charge. Oh, baby, why my mother has not eaten? Your mother, ah. Here is her plate. She just finished eating. Ah. But she said, you have not given her food the whole day. Check again. Check again. Your mother is not working like that. It's, it's, it's a problem that afflicts old people. You may laugh about it, but one day you will meet it. Pray that you never meet such a thing. Yes. Well, you check the camera to see that she was the one sitting at the table. Because, oh, okay. Okay. Yes. But what I'm saying is that they have to be honored. Yes. And I can see that when you are in a church like this enjoying air condition, you may not think of Bishop Dagwood Mills. You may not even think of me. You just feel that, oh, the church is a system that exists and the church has provided and the church has given. But it's not the church. It's the church is I am the one who took the decision and I'm the one who, who organized and mobilized and forced for us to get it. Yes. And Bishop Dagwood is the one who sent me to this branch. I never knew about this branch, airport. This branch used to be airport branch. I never preached there before, even. I've preached in many conventions, in many, not the airport branch. And he said, Go to airport branch. So when I come here, I am here because of him. And when I preach, I preach because of him. And when I preach, I preach because of what he has taught me to preach. 
In fact, he can actually tell me what to preach tomorrow. And I have no choice than to preach what he's asking me to preach. And he can And he can actually tell me that this Sunday he's preaching that I should not preach and that I should use internet to log on to where he's preaching from. And then he will preach. He wants to talk to you direct. And so I should stop preaching and sit down. And no matter how powerful my series, no matter how happy you are, no matter how I, I, I feel ready to preach, I sit down. Why? Because he is the father of the ministry. He is the father of the church. He is not just a far away thought. That's why today we are here listening to uh, what's that song for the brothers? Be nice, so nice. Yeah, I have listened to the song. I don't know why I've never heard this words like that. I mean, I've heard you've turned her tell that. I, 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 I've never seen it as something that was talking to me. But today, the news when you're meaning me a casa, send her texts, tell her uh, nice things. Usa, when was the last time you told Evelyn nice things? Yeah. Eh? When was the last time you said you are nice? Uh, uh, you are on my mind. <laughs> yes. It's easy to say the person doesn't do this or the person has not done it, but you, the brother, too, what have you done? Yes. Kwame, what have you done? Your wife is there. Have you sent her text today? No. Have you told her you love her? Have you told her she's on your mind? Or you think that it's just, oh, you are just yourself, you know, you are your own man, and then you are doing your own things. You know something, my time is just finished, but next week I'll continue on this same note. Remind me to pick up from where I started. These people standing up will be standing up again next week. Because I want to pick up from where I stopped so that it can be a blessing for you. <laughs> Stand to your feet, let's close. <laughs> Should I preach? Yes. It's for your good. It's for your help. Yes. You have a father. You have a mother biological. What is your relationship? What are you doing in that relationship? You have a father. You have a pastor. Some of you, when it was my birthday, you didn't give even one Ghana. It's like... Bishop is 60 years old. It doesn't concern me. I don't know that culture where you give people gifts at birthday. Really? So when are you going to show any honor at all? When are you going to show any honor? So let it be in your spiritual DNA. Do you understand what I say DNA? It's like it's in your blood. It's in your makeup. It's inside you. It's something that when you are, when you are even under pressure, it's like this one. I'll never change it. And the mayor said that these people are content with them that no matter what has happened, no matter the difficulties we have gone through, bring the tithe to the treasuries so that we can distribute to the Levites and then they can concentrate on the work. Paul said, in spite of their deep poverty, they are still very generous. Why do you think that your affliction and your poverty should control your giving? It is that the, your DNA, your makeup must control your giving and not your, not, your, not your difficulties and your afflictions. 
Your marital quarrels cannot change your tithing. Everybody in this church must be a tither. Must have a dedicated... Look, I've got 10 CDs, 5 CDs, 10 CDs, and so on. Last, this week, that's all the money that I got. The Bible says that on the first day of the week, everyone should lay aside what as much as God has prospered him. It's, it's, it's a principle that can never change. As much as God has prospered you, lay something aside. It's in the New Testament. Lift your hand. Father, thanks a million for your word. Thanks a million. Somebody listening on Facebook, watching on listening, watching on Facebook, listening on Sweet Melodies or Dofopa FM. God bless you. But let it sink into your heart that honoring my father, honoring my prophet, honoring the servant of God is something that must be in my heart. It must be in my heart. It must be part of my being. I cannot change from it. I cannot shift it. My poverty cannot change it. My afflictions cannot change it. The circumstances of my city and my country cannot change it. It's something that God requires of me. And God uses it to give me long life. God uses it for it to be well with me. And I will not shift from it. No one can change me from it. Oh, mighty God. Palo Sakatayagada. Rapatuana, lift your hand and just thank God. Mandolomo Sikia, Rapandelemo Sika Palava Sideada, Blessed be God, No Chamindelebe, Ria Mahanda, Likota Fadara Lava Zigede, Ronda Lava Handelebe, Zia Catolabra, Likota Sindelebe, Mawande, Blessed be God. Father, we thank you, we give you praise, we give you blessing. Thanks for a million for your word. The engrafted word that is able to save us. The engrafted word that is able to build us up and give us an inheritance among those who are sanctified. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Tell some five or six people around you that I'm going to honor my father. I'm going to honor my mother. If your neighbor has asked him, have you quarreled with your father? Hello? Have you quarreled with your father? Have you quarreled with your mother? You better restore that relationship so that it can be well with you. You can live long. Find somebody and tell them. Hey, find somebody and tell them. You don't want to move. Oh, I'm going to honor my father. I'm going to honor my pastor. I'm going to honor my prophet. It will be well with you. You will live long. It will be well with you. Tell your neighbor, it will be well with you. You will live long. It will be well with you. You will live long. It will be well with you. You will live long. It will be well with you. You will live long. It will be well with you. Say it will be well with you and let him respond. You will live long. Do you like these two blessings? Do you think they are good things for your life? Hallelujah. Close your eyes again. If you are here today, you are not a born again Christian. Maybe somebody invited you. I want to pray for you here. The most important step and move to make is to give your life to Jesus Christ. 
this is where it all begins this is where it all starts you say pastor please pray for me I want to go to heaven when I die I want to give my life to Jesus Christ I'm not serious with church I'm not serious with God but I want to start from today maybe you are a Christian but you know that you are backslidden you want to rededicate your life this call is for you wherever you are as every head is bowed every eye closed lift up your right hand so I can pray for you lift it up God bless you God bless you God bless you God bless you if you have lifted your hand please come to me right in front here so I can pray for you Quickly, come quickly, come quickly, come quickly, come quickly, come quickly, come quickly, God bless you, come quickly, come running to the Lift your hands to heaven. Hello. Lift your hands to heaven. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow Jesus. For the rest of my days. Thank you father. For saving my soul. I am yours forever. In Jesus name. Amen. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Hallelujah. It's time for communion. And uh, our archbishop is here. Yesterday his daughter was married. Beautifully. So I'm sure there's some beautiful fatherly blessing that will come from him as you take the communion hallelujah Amen. you know bishop yesterday as we went through the wedding the only thing that struck me was that this is truly a cosmopolitan or dramatic what are the words we are came to meet it what state of the heart what avant-garde Futuristic. Oh, I think you should really appreciate the pastor you have and what he has made here to become. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bishop is such a blessing. Myself and Evelyn, we are ever grateful. And you want to take your communion bread and you want to say, thank you to Jesus just close your eyes and imagine you are standing before the throne of heaven and you are saying to Jesus thank you for the body thank you for dying on the cross thank you for dealing with sickness thank you for dealing with Satan thank you for liberation redemption salvation thank you for the body of Christ Say the body of Jesus Christ. Eat it.
the communion wine. This is the blood of Jesus. We take it in obedience to his instruction in the word. And as you partake of it, may the other blessings associated with the blood, the blessing of overcoming sickness, the blessing of overcoming Satan, the blessing of life, the blessing of wellness, the blessing of strength, overruling weakness in your body. May all these blessings be activated in you, in Jesus' name. Say the blood of Jesus. Drink it. Lift up your hands. May it be well with you. May you live long. May it be well with your finances. May it be well with your health. May it be well with your business. May it be well with your work for the Lord. May it be well with you fulfilling God's instructions. May it be well in your marriage or your future marriage. May it be well with you in life. In the name of Jesus. By this communion, may you war a good warfare. May every battle you are engaging now, may you have the upper hand. May the communion give you an upper hand in the struggle for your health. I don't know what you are dealing with, but in whatever thing that's a struggle, by this communion, you are putting it to the ground. You are stepping on the neck of your problem. I said you are stepping on the neck of your problem. I said you are stepping on the neck of your problem. And you are having victory over your issue. Uh, say, Say with me. Victory over my issue. Victory over my problem. Victory over my difficulty. In the name of Jesus. Amen. No doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.